Hello, and welcome to Someday We'll All Be Dead, a podcast where we talk about all the things with a social work perspective. I'm your host, Hallie Harris, and I am a hospice social worker. And again, I have my partner in crime, Matt. Hello, everybody. So today, we were going to talk about PodCon 2, uh, which was in Seattle. This is January 19th, 2019. However, what's been all over the Twitter feed today is a Native American protest and a young man wearing a MAGA hat um, standing directly in front of him. Yes, this happened Friday at the Lincoln Memorial in Washington, D.C. Yeah. So just a warning, there's probably going to be a little more swearing than normal in this particular episode, so I will mark that, but just be aware if you have young kids in the uh, car with you or wherever you're listening that uh, this could be a little impassioned conversation. But I felt like today was really important to focus on this because, as you said, this happened in Washington, D.C. This was, as I understand it, a planned event for uh, indigenous peoples, and they were protesting uh, the longstanding genocide of their peoples. This particular individual that's been on the video, the the elder. Nathan Phillips of the Omaha. Yeah, Nathan Phillips. He has also been identified as a Vietnam veteran in the media. He himself says uh, Vietnam Times veteran. Uh, I don't know a lot more specifically, but I'm guessing as a veteran myself, and Matt, you can speak to this as well, he may have been in or even drafted during Vietnam, but maybe he didn't go to Vietnam, so maybe that's why he describes it that way. Yeah, I'm not sure. He, in, and also, I'd like to classify this as a, it's a march, is. I don't know if there's a difference. Oh, not a protest. A protest. A march. It's a march. So, so it's really it's oh. it's honoring and reminding people that genocide was it was massive and across the country for indigenous peoples. It was a peaceful march, and I guess in a way it remained peaceful, but well, because of Nathan Phillips. So we're gonna get into that in just a second. Um, just to finish up the thought about veterans, it doesn't matter if he went to Vietnam. The point being just to, to add on as if it wasn't bad enough that he is a native person, you know, um, indigenous persons, first people, sometimes they call themselves. It doesn't matter. If, if that was it, that would be enough. Yeah, whether he was drafted or he signed up, he served his country. He served his country. And I find it unlikely that the person standing in front of him was <laughs> probably not. I think you said it was what from what school? It was a Catholic all-boys school. Um, and the school was there protesting abortion, supporting the right to life. That's their whole intent of being there. And had they stayed to themselves, that would have been fine. I had it earlier. Uh, and you said they've condemned their actions. The school of Cummington Catholic High School. It's an all-boys school from northern Kentucky. So if you haven't seen this video, um, basically there was this... Uh, not protest, but a march of recognizing the genocide of indigenous peoples. And particularly, I think it was about the children. And the group made way for this particular drummer, Nathan Phillips, to march forward towards the front of the group. And the young man in the video uh, stands in front of him as he's moving forward and will not allow him to move forward. There is extensive video also on interviewing Nathan after the fact. And that's really what we want to talk about is 
his incredible restraint and compassion, which is incredible. I mean, just, I can't even, I think what's important to, you know, recognize and call out is we as white Americans are outraged by this video. I think a lot of people are, and I've seen a lot of reactions on Twitter that this kid, this youth, who's clearly a teenager, needs to be punched in the face. <laughs> <laughs> this fucking kid I've seen a lot of. He's got a smug little grin on his face, and he's just standing there. He did not, you know, try to assault or cause. He just stood right in front of him while he was trying to advance forward. and Would not allow him to pass. Right, and he's just... I guess what happened following after that, they started chanting, all of the kids started chanting, build that wall. Oh, I didn't even hear that. Okay. Deep breaths, everyone. Trigger warnings for anyone out there. <laughs> this is going to be one of those tough conversations, but it's really important to have. That a lot of people, especially on the left, feel that this was just completely uncalled for and almost malicious because even though he wasn't violent to this man it was an act of power it was an act of oppression and indifference and ignorance ignorance entitlement uh, absolutely entitlement and i'm guessing there's not a whole lot of information being taught at an all-boys Catholic school in Kentucky about Native American history. So there's that. Um, like I said, I think most people, on, and especially on the left, are seeing this as this kid is a smug little shit and he needs his face punched in. Um, the social work side of me, of course, is immediately first thinking of the Westboro Baptist Church and people that go out to incite just to make money. They know it's going to cause a problem and they're doing it to cause a reaction. And they're teaching their children to do and support the same ideas and thoughts yes. that they have. So it, it really reminds me a lot of that. Those, the, the opposite protesters and people that protest military funerals. And I just can't <laughs> even... But it, it does remind me of that. But as a social worker, I have to think, what happened to this kid? What got him to the point of thinking it was acceptable or even encouraged? Because clearly the crowd around him is encouraging him to continue. Yeah, no, no uh, idea on you know how it started, whether he was the one who you know, decided, let's, let's ruin their march or let's uh, get in the way of their march. Or... Right. Even I mean, what they the... were thinking, like... Okay, they're not, you know, they're not, what's the word I'm looking for? They're not immigrants. They're not migrants. They're. Yeah, they're, it really has nothing to do with the wall, honestly. So why start chanting build the wall? They were here nothing first. to do with the wall. <laughs> I mean. <laughs> they were here long before if any the, If the natives could have built a wall, they may have. <laughs> <laughs> That's a fantastic point. I love that. Anyway, uh, it all speaks to, uh. How incredible that guy, Nathan Phillips, the elder, he um, was speaking about how he realized that the the young man was standing in his way and he had to stop. Or he would be touching him. And he didn't want to touch him. Invading his space. 
he really, Nathan, showed so much restraint. I mean, the sacredness of a Native American song and the peacefulness of their march. To have that interrupted by someone who is wearing a hat that represents hate and bigotry and a youth that has so much negative energy. And that's what Nathan talks about is he wishes that that energy would be put towards something more positive. Yeah, he said uh, these young people could be using their uh, strength and energy to be helping make this a really great country. And they will. The youth of America will make it better. We are on a trajectory of a more positive, inclusive country, regardless of what's going on right now or for the past couple of years. Overall, that is happening. It's really hard to see sometimes, especially when you see videos like this. It's very discouraging. But it is happening. If you look overall, just look 40, 50 years ago. Look at the civil rights riots. I mean... Compared to that, we are not having literal lynchings in the streets. Yes, we are still dealing with police shooting African-Americans in the back. <clears throat> we are clearly still dealing with the fact that people have pushed Native Americans onto reservations and completely forgotten about them. There are many, many things that we should not tolerate anymore. But as a country, we need to be focusing on understanding and compassion and tolerance. Yes, and that gets back to the social work part of this. And, you know, I continue to say we look at this from a sp look at everything from a social work perspective, and I think I often start talking about it, and I don't point out what are social work perspectives. <clears throat> We're talking about social justice here. We're talking about autonomy and freedom and equal rights. And when I'm thinking about this, I'm thinking about the fact that the majority. I think of Americans forget about what's going on on reservations today. I mean, it's, it's kind of coming out a little bit because of the shutdown right now that those are federally funded things. Yes. Reservations are considered sovereign nations, but they're also part of the United States. We did that. They're part of the local community in a lot of cases. White people did that. Yes, absolutely. That's a great point. I mean, think about the tribes that are right near us. Tulalip tribes, which is just down the street from us in the same community, they are huge community contributors. They give thousands, tens of thousands of dollars to the community for charity every single year. What seems to uh, be with very little thanks. And what they hear is... Drunk Indians having a casino. Yeah. How terrible is that thought? Yeah, they got to be loaded, right? <sighs> Again, going to take a lot of deep breaths in this episode because I have a special place in my heart. And if you listen to the privilege episode, you'll remember that beat, those beads. If you want to look at the Facebook page or the website, you'll see that beat, those beads <clears throat> in my car that hang in my window every single day and that have been there for at least a year. I touch them every day. And the smaller beads, the lesser beads, those are from a Native American woman. This man represents that for me. He is the epitome of everything that we need to be looking towards at this point. Agreed. His resolve to look at someone in that light instead of <clears throat> what we do over here is screw that kid that little shit <clears throat> right. where's right. his parents 
And what does he think he gets to do this? Because he's entitled and this is bullshit. I want to believe that <clears throat> the parents of these children are upset with them and don't want to have their children behaving this way. Unfortunately, I, I in this day and age, what's going on right now, I have to believe... I have to believe that it's a learned behavior. These are they're high school kids, but they go home and they hear it from their parents. I mean, hate is definitely, hate's learned. Hate is learned. And <clears throat> it might not be, I mean, again, back to the social work perspective, it's not necessarily that his parents are hateful, although probably likely, if we're going to be honest, but... It could be that they're neglectful and that what he found comfort in Support was a in group peers. Yeah. of peers that do this. So we don't know what's going on with him. I obviously can't diagnose him without ever meeting him. By the him. time the podcast comes out, maybe we'll hear more about this. And maybe he'll do an interview. But I doubt he's going to be able to, in his non-developed frontal lobe mind, be able to even consider what just happened today. I think he's got the support of all the group of people that was in the background <clears throat> cheering him on like he's a hero for this terrible behavior when the rest of the country and you know there are gonna there's gonna be people that in america are gonna support this kid and i guess what i'm thinking is while you're saying there's gonna be a lot of deep breaths taken in this this <laughs> short podcast uh i think that in daily life we need to all start exercising that 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 deep breath, that moment where you take a situation that you're in, you stop, <clears throat> you think about it. Yes. Before you even have a reactionary thought, if you can, if you can do it. I'm it's, working on it. <laughs> <laughs> it's difficult, you know? It took me a lot of years of therapy to, to get there. I've been working on it for a while. <clears throat> and, you know, it, it's daily life. Like, we, we've been talking a lot lately about road rage. And people in the grocery store not respecting, you know, private space or personal space. Symbol common decency. Yes. These are all cultural values that, in particular, the United States has. Of course, if you were in another country, personal space might not be the same size. But these are, you know, things that are violated daily. And we have a tendency to immediately react. And that, I think, is what's happening a lot in Twitter right now is this fucking kid is so disrespectful, and look at the look on his face. I know I'm just repeating myself I don't even here. know if they understand what they were doing. I don't either. I don't. I think he was encouraged to do it. I think they were just trying to get a reaction. And trying to get a reaction, absolutely. Just like Westboro Baptist Church. They're trying to get a reaction. They got on the news. They got their 15 minutes of fame. And apparently that's fun to do, or that's... Well, I mean, look at that kid that just jumped off the cruise ship and almost killed himself off the 11th floor. Yeah. Fell a hundred feet. Now this is a side note, but thank God he survived. This kid passed on his genes to. Well, <laughs> it's a mistake. We all did dumb things when we were teenagers. Yeah, I've done many. And certainly, I've put myself many. in risky situations. Many students. when I was younger, <clears throat> our frontal lobe does not fully develop until we're about twenty-five, and that's where all the executive reasoning is. So when you're talking about teenagers. And don't even get me started on mob mentality. That's a whole nother thing. I think maybe men's frontal lobe develops like well into their 60s finally. <laughs> Should we talk about the Gillette commercial? 
<laughs> we certainly can add that on, but <clears throat> I just want to just, you know, it's been about 15 minutes. I knew this, this part of it wasn't going to be a very long episode, but I really felt like it was important to remember that what Nathan Phillips did was remind us that we need to stop and take a breath. I think you put that really well. So let's just all just stop what you're doing, or if you're driving, keep driving. But just take a deep breath. Focus on that breath. Breathe in through your nose. Breathe out through your mouth. And just be in the present right now. Let's try to all use a little empathy. Have a little sympathy. Think about what it's like in that other person's life. Because we have no idea what's going on in his life. No idea. He could have a very privileged life and nothing wrong. But he could also have terrible hate and neglect and any number of things happening yeah. as well. For all we know, that young man has so much turmoil going on. Yeah. I mean, he's in a Catholic school. Is it a boarding school? Is he away from his parents? Are the only influences the kids that are around him? I mean, we don't know. He has to live in Kentucky. <laughs> I lived in Kentucky. That's another episode. So just right now, let's just take a breath. Okay? In through our nose, out through our mouth. held yours a little longer than I did. Well, breathing, this is a side note. Breathing in through your nose and out through your mouth allows your parasympathetic nervous system, which is the automatic nervous system that you don't think about, that you don't control, it allows your body to calm down. So when people are having panic attacks, they're told to do this kind of breathing because it forces your body to relax. Do you feel more relaxed? Which also, you're getting oxygen to your brain. You are. <laughs> That helps too. It does. So I just really want to remind people to look to Nathan Phillips as an example of decency and humanity. He was not saying anything negative about this kid. No. He was saying he wishes this young person would put his energies in a more positive light. I think he was really just trying to understand better what was happening that is an enlightened special human being if he would have done that to any number of us we very much very likely would have been in a physical altercation with this yeah. kid i may have been saying some things <laughs> and you know that's that's the reactive part of us and you know 24-hour news cycle and social media so many things that have made us hyper reactive to every single thing have made that the natural first response to us. And it's causing harm to be under stress like that every single day. I think we all like to think that we can be funzy cool all the time. But uh, that man showed us all how it's done. I'm going to start using that term, funzy cool. I love that. Hey. <laughs> so, yeah, I really just wanted to put this episode out to recognize Nathan Phillips as not only... An amazing example of a veteran, an amazing example example of an indigenous person, but an amazing example of just a human being. Because that's what matters. What matters is being a decent human. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. <laughs> it's kind of my catchphrase. Yeah. It's just again. <sighs> it's real easy to be a dick. It is. But where does it get you? More angry. More angry. It really is is just so important to remember that you don't know what's going on. 
Hate begets hate. Absolutely. It's, anger begets anger. It's easy to remember that you don't know what's going on. That that phrase of be kind because you don't know what other battles people are fighting is absolutely true. Whether <clears throat> it's something like cancer or whether it's the shutdown and people aren't getting paid, which is a, a whole nother episode. Or whether it's someone interrupting a peaceful march for indigenous people to recognize the injustices that have happened to them. All of those things, it is not impossible to take time out and think about what's going on with the other person and how, as Michelle Obama would say, to take the high road instead of the low road. Sometimes it only takes a couple seconds. It really does. And, and yes... Punching him in the face would probably give you great immediate gratification. It would probably be a rush for about five seconds. But then what? What does that do, really? It seems like shit probably would have rained down on the whole situation. Aside from legal problems, yes. Yeah. It wouldn't have made a better situation. It wouldn't have honored the people that have died. It wouldn't honor the indigenous people's cause. And... It wouldn't have shown us this wonderful example of how human beings can continue to be compassionate in the face of great disrespect. Right. An Omaha elder and veteran of the United States Armed Forces took the high road. Yeah. I think we all should follow his example. Absolutely. Another deep breath. I need it. I need it tonight. I feel like that... I think it's Emily Blunt. There's a gif where she's got her hands raised and she's shaking her head below her. It's like, amen. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Preach. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's how I feel tonight. This Seeing this man, I mean, when I very first saw the news breaking, of course, like we all did, I just saw the video of that young man standing directly in front of him while he's trying to continue his song. And until I saw his response, my reaction was one of anger as well. I am not above this by any means. I absolutely had a negative reaction because that is the default of human beings is to react to injustice. But, and that's on both sides. I mean, let's remember this is if Republicans felt like they were being slighted, they would also react in a certain way. This has nothing to do with politics. This has to do with being a decent human being. And that's what we're talking about. And speaking of being a decent human being, I do, since we brought it up earlier, want to just mention the Gillette commercial. Did you get a chance to see the whole thing? I have not. I have not seen any of it. Well, you see, you saw I've most of it on the I've seen the video, news. but I didn't have any audio. I was just kind of seeing what the hell, you know. All right. We'll we're, see. we're going to pause real we're quick. We're talking so about you, toxic masculinity. Toxic masculinity. So let's. I'm going to pause real quick so you can watch the video and we'll come back to this. This is the okay. big objection. So now you, you've seen the video. And you're asking me, what is the question? What What is the problem? What is the big... Uh, controversy? What's the big controversy? Yeah, I mean, uh, what did what did Gillette <clears throat> do wrong in that commercial? So, if you haven't seen the commercial, please pause and just watch the, the commercial. It's only a minute and 45 seconds. So, one of the things, like we you watched this morning, I was telling you that guy that uh, they were interviewing on CNN. I didn't agree with him because his take, and some people... Is, as they are throwing their razor in the toilet and inevitably going to have to reach in their toilet water to get the razor back out. Kind of like burning your jersey after you paid $150 for it. Right. Torching your Nikes. Ridiculous. 
Um, hold on. I need a deep breath. <sighs> okay. They're preaching boys will be boys, will be boys, will be boys, will no, be no, boys, no. will so, be boys, will be so boys. So the, resisti- the resistance is that they say, number one, it's a razor company. Quit telling me what to do. Just sell your razors. Huh. That's That's number one. Number two is they feel that they're saying that all men are being labeled as terrible people. As a man, cisgender, white male, did you feel that way when you watched the Look, video? okay, here's number one for me, okay? For probably as long as I can remember, Gillette's slogan is the best a man can get. Yes, it is. And, and has been. probably has meant different things to them, even, mm-hmm. since whoever, you know, the genius ad guy came up with the slogan for them. Sure. It probably has been thought of differently by a lot of the people and execs at Gillette. Mm-hmm. But someone realized that maybe kids aren't learning the exact morals they should be learning. Due to many factors. Yeah. Not necessarily that not bad parents are not doing bad. the best, but that social culture has changed and is evolving, and they wanted to weigh in on this. And because at a moment's notice, a kid can pick up his phone and look at porn. <laughs> that was out of left field. I was I'm just not saying, expecting you to say that. If you, if you want to understand <sighs> what's going on with men and toxic masculinity, masculinity mm-hmm. social media, porn, you name it, everything is at your fingertips for a kid. And I think that guidance is a good thing for a young man. And unfortunately, because of society and culture and the economy, we are forced to work two jobs. Two parents, if there if there's two parents in the home, they have to both work because you can't afford anything else. Things have changed. Culture has changed. Yes. And I guess what I'm saying is, uh, hey, it's a suggestion. Yeah. You know... You live your life by what you see on a TV commercial. Maybe you should re-examine your your, your priorities. Right? They're su- they're suggesting you keep an eye on your young son. You know. Yes. So you didn't feel like. Don't tell was... me what to do. They're not telling you what to do. They're suggesting. You didn't feel like it was saying all men are terrible, ass grabbing, pussy grabbers. No, and there's some out there. And that was the point of the commercial. Some men, some, not defining more or less, some men are some doing are the right there, thing. Some of them are out there being the best man, the best a man can get. You know? Yeah. You, I think, are in that spectrum. Oh, well, thank you. I try. You do amazing. You've been that way since I met you, and it's been 15 years. So I have no doubt that when you're out in the world, I don't have to worry about you talking shit about women or anything else because I know your heart and I know that you're a good person. Well, thank you. I And shout out to your mom for raising a good son. And two good sons. Because sometimes I'm an idiot. I tell terrible jokes sometimes, but it's <laughs> it's all what I believe is in the right atmosphere and within it's two people who understand the humor anyway. I guess what I'm saying is I have people that I work with that when they hear or see something happening, they jump in. They say something. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the right thing to do. 
You also have people that you work with that would support the MAGA hat wearing individual that there was blocking. There are a lot of those people too. So you work in a very difficult environment and I don't envy you and I don't miss that environment. I don't walk on eggshells, but I keep my ears open and I mostly keep my mouth shut a lot. Yeah. But when I see something happening, I am quick to either alert someone or try to intervene in an intelligent way. Yeah. And that's what this Gillette commercial is trying to do. It's saying, maybe let's look at our what we're doing. Yeah, give it a thought. And then think about how it's impacting our young people. Just like Nathan Phillips did today by giving us the best example of humanity. Don't react in anger. Yes. Even when you see someone doing something wrong. That's another thing. So this this relates to so many other things. But when we're talking about PC culture and we're talking about toxic masculinity and we're talking about trying to do the right thing, that doesn't mean that when you see something wrong, you immediately jump down the person's throat. It means reacting with compassion. It means reacting slowly. Using a little bit of patience and thought and choosing your words. Yeah. Reacting with anger or violence or hatred is not going to help the situation. You're certainly not going to bring the other person to your side at all. And I'm going to do another topic, uh, hopefully at the end of this month, about microaggressions and hypocrisy, which will go a little bit more into the this part of it. But <clears throat> we really need to think about how we're reacting. Don't be so reactive. Don't be a dick. Don't be a dick. You know, be a dick if you need to be a dick. Well. But don't don't make that your initial and automatic response. It just seems to me that we can make, we can, America can be great with compassion and understanding. Yes. America can be great. America is great. Yes. Let's, let's just, again, rem remind ourselves of history and how much we've changed. There's absolutely some atrocious things that have been done in the name of this country and in the process of developing this country. Horrible, horrible atrocities that you can't even fathom, that you've probably never even heard of, happened every single day for hundreds of years. Now, we're more enlightened. We're more aware of what's happened. There's no reason to claim ignorance once you're an adult. But back to this kid who's in school, who's being surrounded by other young people who don't know. They've never been taught. If they've never been taught, how can you expect them to understand what's going on? I can say, for all we know, this could have been the first time in his life he's been cheered on by all of his friends. This may be the first time in his life he's ever seen an indigenous person. Could be. We don't know. And so let's have some compassion. Yes, I want to hate on him as much as everybody else because that's an easy response. But it's not necessarily the right response. Yeah, I felt like kind of feeding him that hat. <laughs> because it's upsetting to see someone be disrespected in that way for no reason. Nathan Phillips and his group of indigenous peoples marching to remember the genocide had done nothing wrong. And it's very upsetting and very difficult for people who have this social justice warrior heart, if you will, which is not a bad word, 
they have this social justice in their heart and they want to protect and defend, but that can come out as anger and violence as well. And that's not right. We need to have compassion for everyone, even those that we disagree with. Sometimes it's good to keep your eyes and ears open and keep your mouth shut until you need to have it open. Yeah. Listen. Take a deep breath. Take a deep breath. (laughs) You know, because ultimately we all have to live on this planet for as long as we have it. And regardless of what's happening in an individual moment, we still continue to share this planet. So let's try to advance each other and find common ground, even with people that we disagree with, because it's really going to be the only way we move forward. And you have to, again, remind yourself, is, it, is whatever is happening right now going to matter in five minutes, in five weeks, in five months, in five years? Is it going to matter? Because someday we'll all be dead. And you know, I obviously, as I always do, forgot to say, please email us and contact us if you have any comments or thought on, thoughts on this episode at contact at willallbedeadpodcast.com. You can find us on Twitter at, at SomedayDeadPC. You can find our website, willallbedead.com. And we're on Facebook at slash SomedayWillAllBeDead. Have a wonderful, wonderful week, everyone. And take a deep breath.